All right. Hello, everyone. I'm the father from the Father and Son F1 podcast. And I'm the son from the Father and Son F1 podcast. And we're here today recording this episode to talk about the 2021 F1 car reveals. Yes. They've been going on for about two weeks now. It's been pretty wild and exciting to see the new liveries. And uh, what we're going to do is just review each team uh, and their their new car, the livery, the changes, and um, we'll discuss what we think about it and uh, give our take on what they look like. So yes. we'll and start. What do you think do? We'll start with uh, McLaren. They came out first last week, and uh, the car pretty much the MCL 35M. They're calling it powered by Mercedes this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked the same almost. The livery was very similar, pretty yeah. much similar. A little new black and blue on the nose of the car, a uh, mm-hmm. little different than last year, but not much different. Same orange that they've had, and uh, it's it's a nice looking car. I like it. Yeah, um, it it's really basically a carbon copy of last year, but it's a bit wider, and they've changed. And of course, they've stuffed a Mercedes engine in it, not a Renault, which might show some reliability. I mean, in Austria, it showed that the Mercedes power unit had some, like, weakness issues, but then that didn't really happen throughout the rest. Mercedes have upgraded their package this year on the engine, which will help a lot, and it will help McLaren a lot. Even though they've had to stuff it into a a chassis boat for a Renault engine, some of the upgrades Mercedes has made with the engine this year will um, benefit Right, right. There are definitely upgrades. We'll get into those upgrades more when we talk about Mercedes. But they have upgraded the power unit <clears throat> for the year. Uh, the nose on the new McLaren MCL 35M is narrower. Or it's the same as last year. They narrowed it up last year in the preseason. So uh, they kept that feature. The uh, side panels have bulges to accommodate the Mercedes engine. We're seeing a lot of the cars that run Mercedes have those same side bulges. Um a lot of cars that aren't running Mercedes seem to have a little bit of that. It seems like they've really tried to shrink down the side panels, uh, or side pods, rather, for the season. Yeah. So we're seeing that across the board with a lot of these cars is sleeker, smaller side pods, a little more aerodynamic. So yeah. uh, they said that the Mercedes, the McLaren looked a little bit longer this year. So I don't know what that means, but um, I'm not sure how that why they would have done that. But uh, all of the cars are following the new aero package rules which I'll let you tell people what that means. Yeah, um, well, they've made some, like, aerody- aerodynamic adjustments for this year. And, um, well, The biggest like, one being the floor change. Yes, the floor change. they've made a triangle shape with a, where, where it can't, it, it gets close to the rear, rear wheels. Yeah, they had to cut it in closer to yeah. the wheel so it doesn't yeah. stick out as and far. And there's no additional bumps to try to make aerodynamic regulations. Right, the, uh... They've made adjustments to how the floor of the car can be constructed with width and uh, downforce and creation uh, yes. there. Also, uh, on the on the back of the car, I know they adjusted the, um, I can't remember what they called them, but the number of those little things sticking out for arrow. Yeah. So um, that's everyone's having to follow those rules this year. Yes. So all in all, what do you think about the McLaren this year? The look um, of it. Well, it looks nice. Mm-hmm. And I believe it will run nice. Yeah. It's really the last year, but the livery was good last year, so you can't really expect differences. Right. They definitely made some upgrades to the car, some small ones. And Mercedes made upgrades to their engine. And they've got an upgraded power unit this year. Yeah. So it could very well be a, uh, a good year. And um, I think, um, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, McLaren is in a battle to be top of the midfield. Yeah. 
But I or think third. that other cars um, are going to be in the mix. And I think Ferrari, we'll talk about later, is going to be climbing up due to increased power this yeah. year. They might so, go back to number three if their power unit really works. Right, right. So I would say maybe they're back in the top three, putting McLaren solid in fourth. But <clears throat> I think, you know, Zach Brown uh, mentioned earlier that he thought that it would be more scrappy in the midfield this year. Yeah. So it'll be a challenge. So that's, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that I like the look of the car. Similar to last year, they didn't do anything exciting, really. No big changes. Yeah. And some of that's sponsor-driven, you know. They don't yeah. get to do all the choices. But, but you know, the blue and the orange look good together. I like it. So Now, Zach, I feel like he said this. I don't remember if he did, but I feel like he said the same thing last year. Right, yeah. He's, he may he be did. putting out the vibe to, to lower expectations so they look even better if they yeah. do well. Yeah, but he's even <clears throat> he said the same thing last year, and they put it in third place. Right. But it was close, you know. He was he was right. It was close. It was tight. I'll be excited to see what Ricardo can do in a McLaren. You know, he almost went to McLaren a couple years ago when he went to Renault. Yeah, but they. But it didn't work out. Yeah. But now he's at McLaren, um, where he kind of yeah. wanted to go. It seemed like so. Yeah, but then they had the multiple years of power failure and stuff, and right. he didn't want to go there. Well, it's going to look good. I'm excited to see what happens, and uh, that'll be what we look for uh, next week, actually. Next week, winter testing. Yes. So, all right. Next up, Alpha Tari uh, car, uh, the AT02. Delivery, uh, awesome. I really like it. It was the second car to come out, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I love what they did with it. They kept it simple, navy and white. Just like last year, but this year the top is blue and the bottom is white. It's a good-looking car. Very simple, but very nice. I like it a lot. I like the colors. I like the shape. Uh, I like the livery. What do you think of the livery? Um, it's a quite nice one. It's definitely, it feels like a sort of, even though it feels like a flipped-on end from last year, it really isn't because the bottom of the car is white. Right, and it's the whole car was white last year. Right, and they really have not, not. They they've taken like the body and mind thing off the car now, if I'm mm. correct. Yeah, I think maybe. And, and I mean, title sponsor is always going to be Alphatari. It's kind of like a company team here. Well, yeah, Alphatari, the clothing manufacturer, I guess. Um, they use those same colors, and this year the livery represents that brand even more, I think. Yes, because they love that navy blue. All right, I agree. It's their color. So it looks good. It's a good-looking car. I think it's going to look nice on the track. Let's talk about what they did on the new car, the AT02. Just a quick rundown. They spent the, the, uh, what do they call those, Um, the tokens. The uh, Yeah, they spent them on the nose. Yeah, they spent the tokens on a new nose design. They used... 2020 Red Bull steering components yes for like, upgrades so yeah. they you know that's one of the rules you could if you didn't have the previous year's upgrade last year you could pull them in for this year from another builder and so they were able to do that with Red Bull's front end components yeah, but, for steering yeah but they could have gone for the but they could have done the rear for free but they decided not to right they could have done the rear but they kept their own rear end and they said that's because of uh aerodynamic concerns with the actual Red Bull rear end with what they're the front ends so yeah AlphaTauri and Red Bull while they are connected teams AlphaTauri uses a totally different aerodynamic concept and the rear end red the Red Bull rear end may have not worked with their front end so uh, again they designed the new nose they went narrower but not as narrow as most so they're still not like Mercedes and McLaren and uh and even uh, 
Aston Martin. So they kept it a little wider than some of the smallest, but it is smaller. Um, also, the front end is different, um, and it could compromise airflow due to the wing mounts, uh, the way they're designed. So that's a concern. The wing on this one is an inboard, inboard front wing design, meaning uh, the way the air circulates is designed to come in instead of out, and then they recirculate the air later down the car. So that's pretty neat to see. Um, and one of my big questions is, can they get a podium this year? Well, that'll be a good question. They also use the Red Bull 2020 power steering system as an upgrade. Yes. So they have used, they've made some upgrades. This is not just last year's car rolled back out with a new livery. Uh, the barge boards are more modified, more horizontal venting to enhance aero. Uh, the 2021 rear end is different from 2020. It has a reduced height in the diffuser fence. So uh, they've made some adjustments back there. The rear wing end plates also changed. And the 2021 Honda power unit is significantly upgraded. Yes. Uh, and they've that is aggressive for their last year right, motor racing. Honda decided they would really go all out on this engine because it's their last year making it. The question it. is, Red Bull. We'll, we'll get to them later, but... When we talk about them, we'll talk about because of the push. Can they fight for a championship? That'll be interesting. And then also on the uh, ATO2 here, tighter side pods, which again we talked about on the McLaren, yes. seems to be pretty yeah. standard People across are, all yeah. cars this year. Sleeker, a little more slim in the yeah. side pods. And that's one way I think that they're trying to combat yeah. the floor change. They're shrinking in the back end of the car, the back side pods, to make more aero. Yeah, pretty so. much everyone except half has made an upgrade to the side pod. Right, and we'll be you getting know, to them soon. You uh, know, bulges, um, thinner, wider uh, sl uh, cuts. Right, It's right. all being different. Right. So what do you think, AlphaTauri? The car, the changes, the livery, thoughts? The livery is very nice. Mm -hmm. It looked like it was going to be the winner at, at first of all the liveries, if right. it's worth lap times. And then they, um, as the other liveries came out, like Alfa Romeo... Has it really started being like it's up there still, but it's not the number one that it right really, that when it I first like. saw that livery, I was like, dang, this is amazing, and I still like it a lot. Yeah. But some of the other teams have, have really brought more. it as well, and their liveries are looking real sharp. I mean, yes. the grid is going to look very sharp this year, yeah, compared to last year. I think it's going to be massively, yeah. and there are going to be a lot of things like, oh, who's that team because their stuff is so different, than right? You. Right. Speaking of different, let's move on. Let's talk about Alfa Romeo. Yes, which is different. C41 is the car. They've launched it. Uh, aero improvements uh, on the front wing. Nose is narrower. They were one of the last cars to have a pretty wide nose, and this year they've narrowed it down considerably. Uh, still not as narrow as some, but definitely uh, it's still the widest nose on the grid, I think, um, yeah. from what I saw. Or has, maybe. Um, but anyways, uh, I think uh, you know they they did that. They um, the car, the livery. Let's get into that. They flipped the color scheme. Yes. So instead of red and white, now it's white with red. Yes. Right. Yes. Basically, I can't see another thing on this car either way that is red or white. And last year it was kind of an up down, and it's the same thing, but except they've made it a bit more white. I thought. There were a, par a couple of parts that were white last year from the bottom, and I feel like they kept some of those. Like, they extended the top part on the white because the white is now the top, and the red's the bottom. Right. And I feel like they added, they took some parts which would be red from mm -hmm, last year's game mm -hmm. and made them white. It only looks like an almost all out white thing. Right. What I'm seeing on the Red Bull, I mean, on the Alfa Romeo, is this a good looking car? Yeah. 
it's better than last year, yes. appearance-wise. Technical changes, there have been some, not a ton, but some. And uh, I think that they are thinking that this could be a great year for them. But I think they are one of the teams that's probably looking to next year, you yes. know, to the changes in 2022. So, um, but I think the, the livery itself, very nice. Uh, the Ferrari power unit is going to be the biggest thing for Alfa and Romeo. could it go back to the days, not in 2008, but when they were Sauber, they they were they they were a bit better. A force. They, yeah, uh, they had an Alfa Romeo deal. Right. And people are expecting that to die. They've been expecting it to die since after the 2019 season because the first season as an Alfa Romeo team wasn't good. Right. It simply did not live up to <clears throat> well, expectations. I do expect this year them to be more competitive. You know, I would say they were in kind of the, the, the C group. You know, Williams, Haas, Alfa Romeo down at the bottom. Yeah. This year, maybe they get into a little bit of the midfield scrape at the bottom of the midfield. Maybe they make some improvements. I think the Ferrari engine, from everything I'm hearing and reading, is that they have regained significant power. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently part of the penalties they had last year were reduced fuel capacity in their engines. Yeah. And so that meant, you know, less laps at full power. I think there were problems uh, that they just could not overcome. And anyone running a Ferrari engine last year was dealing with those penalties. So this year, uh, not only have they uh, gotten out of that penalty phase, but they've pretty much developed a brand new engine for this year. And I think that it's going to be quite good. What do you think? Yes, very. It's interesting, all right? It's interesting what Ferrari has done. It's interesting what the engine is. Go, we have to see what it is. It's going to be a very tight field, and I wonder what Alfa Romeo can do. Can they keep the steel alive with a good season? Maybe they can. Or does Sauber just want the ownership back? Maybe? I don't know. I think, you know, I think... Uh, Using Alfa Romeo as a tight... Alfa Romeo, it isn't a title sponsor, but it supports them, you know? Well, they definitely like the advertising. Yes. So, and and look, all the social media is still called like Sauber Motorsport. So Sauber clearly has control. And if Alfa Romeo can't get this turned around, they're obviously going to turn away. They might go back to their blue, well, I think, yellow, and white. Well, yeah, I mean, if they don't have the Alfa Romeo title sponsorship, I think they would definitely shift yeah. away from that. But I think this could be a long-term relationship. I think more manufacturers are going to be looking to jump in yeah. I mean, to look, Formula One. And I think uh, that this is a good time to be in the new regulations next year. Are going to make it easier and so uh, more more competitive. So I think maybe more people will be trying to jump in. I think they'll stick around, um, and I think this new Ferrari power unit this year, with some of the advancements on the Alfa Romeo aero wise, could put them in contention to battle for the bottom half of the midfield. Yes. All right, that sounds good to me. Let's move on to Red Bull. Red Bull dropped their car last week. The RB16B, and it is, uh, it has a front wing wider mount. Which so the, they, if I'm correct, they ran this in Abu Dhabi. Right, they and did. They won. This is something they, may, they played around with last year. So the front wing has a wider mount. The brake ducts have changed. They made changes to their brake ducts. They uh, reshaped them and to uh, to help with that. The barge boards are enhanced. It has enhanced aero all throughout the car's design. They modified the side pods again, like most teams, a little more sleek, a little more narrow. Uh, delivery, pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Red Bull's Red Bull. The only things that are really different are um, 
title spot or sponsors like Honda has taken over the rear wing now. Right now that Aston Martin's not on there, yeah. Yeah, because they have their own team. Now this similar to uh, AlphaTauri, the upgraded Honda power unit may be the story here. The question is, can they fight for a championship if, if they're going out? Now, there's no doubt Honda's not going to quit. They want to go focus on their own thing out on the actual road. Right. So they're never going to try to stay in racing. They're not no. going to put their money into it. No. So can they just go out? Can they go out in a blaze of glory? I think they're trying to. Yeah. And I think Red Bull had some car issues last year, particularly in the handling department. And I think they've made the changes they need to make yeah. to get the car a little more drivable this year. You know, uh, that was been what the previous drivers, Gasly and Albon, both complained that the car was very difficult to handle. Um, yeah, Verstappen check, lost power Verstappen in was, and he had a puncture to drew in um, Imola. So. Verstappen was able to handle the car. Um, and but Checo said he could see why it's been difficult for other drivers. Yeah. So I think the car itself is complicated to drive, but this one may be better with the new yeah. aero and the new uh, the new setup. So maybe with the side pods and uh, and all the aero changes, a little more downforce yeah. in certain ways, and a better power unit, they'll be more of a contender. Do you think? Uh, what do you think of Red Bull? The car, the livery, everything. Um, I don't really know. This is going to be a very good year for Red Bull, I think. I, I, it's going to be a big fight between Red Bull and Mercedes. Let's just put it that way. I agree. I think this is. I think those two will obviously take number two because Ferrari is jumping back in, and they probably don't have enough power to go for second, but third maybe. I mean, to be honest, when we had three, it wasn't as good as when we had two because. When we had two, we had new race winners sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot more people were getting on the podium. That's true. But the question is, can we still do that with three teams? I don't know. I do think the driver lineups for Mercedes, for Red Bull, and for Ferrari are pretty good. Yes. I think Vettel was a great driver. It just wasn't happening for him at Ferrari yeah. anymore. Charles Leclerc is very good. Carlos Sainz has proven to be pretty competitive. Um, So I think this could be a very interesting year. Real scrappy. If Ferrari gets back into the top three in the mix, this could be a very wild year. Yes. And I'm hoping that it is. All right. Well, I think Red Bull's livery, pretty much the same. I do like it, though. It's got that matte blue. um, Not too shiny. It's a matte blue. Basically the same color as their energy. Yeah. To me, that's a a real nice livery. and I hope that they, uh, you know, keep it that way for a while. I do like it. That right. livery is not a shocker, but this one is. It's Mercedes. Yeah, that's yeah, so what I'd say. Good segue there. Mercedes is what we're going to talk about next. The W12 they've launched. Uh, it is a really surprisingly good livery. Yes. I mean, they I really mean, took it, it up. They amazing. always have a sharp livery, but this year is, like, I mean, phenomenal. They're called the Silver Arrows, and... They've done stuff like, you know, one time they were like the white arrows in Germany of 2019. This year they were the black arrows to support racism. And this year they're going basically black arrows again. There's a tiny silver streak at the top where the fin is, where, where the top of the car is. Yeah, yeah, on the back of the side yeah. pods down towards the the, uh, yeah. the wing. It's, yeah. it's got Mercedes silver. Yeah. The Patron is quote-unquote emerald green, which I believe is a teal. Well... 
I think the company yeah. Patronus calls it emerald green. Yeah, it's their color, so they can call it that. Yeah, so want. yeah, the emerald green. I like green. to think it's green also. The emerald green. There's been a it's major, a great color. There's been a major introduction. They always had the like five boards going down. Mm-hmm. The top. They've always been like one color. The top two this year are that emerald green on the front wing yes and there is a stripe yeah that stripe down the side is thick it used to be kind of thin now it's very thick and bold i think it looks great and the front end of the car is black yeah and, then and there's it's a tiny got... like white dash in front of in mm-hmm. front of the in front of the steering wheel right and then it has uh, uh a good bit more of the ineos red uh yeah. the air intake uh part of the car yeah. is red as well as uh the front i think some of the front end plates yeah, I don't. Really, red, so. I thought I, I, I don't think this is true, but I thought I saw Ineos red on the rear wing, but I don't think that's could true. have. I mean, the yeah. whole car is just fanat- the whole fantastic. The car is amazing. I mean, you they've know, never gone this to me. Off. It's it's yeah. unusual. It's an unusual livery for an F one car to be segmented into the main colors like that. It's just it's better than most. I mean, this is a good car. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I do like the colors. I like that Patronus green on it, and uh, I'm excited to to see it uh, roll out on the track. Yeah. So let's talk about the car. They used two development tokens this year, but they have kept it secret. Yes, and they've also they have been very secretive this year. Yeah, with the technical director, I believe his name is James Allison. Oh yeah, yeah, that may be right. So they've kept it secret. I think that is his name. Actually, you're right. Um, They made adjustments to the front wing design. Uh, they will likely use multiple wing designs throughout the season, as they have done you in the past. You can never trust these front noses at the beginning. Right, that's what they said. The, the, a lot of these cars come out on livery reveal with a nose, a front wing that is not necessarily what they're going to race. So, uh, like Red Bull and many other teams, they have narrowed the front brake ducts, but they narrowed them in the opposite way from Red Bull. Yeah, there's um, the Mercedes narrowed the top almost Red Bull narrowed the bottom right and expanded the top yes. so different shape concepts and there it's a different design on the lower parts also mercedes has this like this like little thing going in the middle of the two ducks on the top right and red bull just has a clean shape right so uh, mercedes also changed the mirror mounts on the car for better aero uh, they upgraded complexity in the barge boards that seemed to be a big thing car teams were doing this year to get more downforce and more yes. airflow uh was the barge uh boards Again, same thing with everyone else, slimmer side pods. And they may have uh, changed the cooling component configuration for this uh, W12. Yeah, I mean, they've made, it's not a carry-on, it's not what you think it would be, a carry-on car. Right, they didn't just roll out Lash's car, they made significant changes. Yeah. Um, slimmer side pods, like we said, they have the bulge that the uh, other Mercedes cars have so prevalently, other Mercedes-powered cars, I should say. Uh, the floor changes, we know that the shape of the floor has been cut in in front of the rear wheel, that triangular yeah. shape like yeah. everyone else has to do by rule, but the other changes have been kept secret. On their display car they brought out uh, for the reveal, they had no aerodynamic adjustments and build-ons to that floor. It was very yes. plain. And because they but said because they don't they want anyone else to know. No one they know. James Allison said that. Right. They, they think everyone's going to try to copy them, I guess, which most people probably would. So they, they kept it secret. So uh, now on the engine department, they have improved the engine with better thermal efficiency. Uh, turbocharger has been improved. And a new alloy for the engine block, so they won't say what it is, but they just said it's a different alloy. Um, yeah, the, and then they've made the ERS better. Right, also, they eliminated issues with last year's reliability problems. They uh, had, like, one retirement, I think. Right, so the ERS had last year had issues. problems, I think. Uh, and they, they say they've cleaned up the reliability issues. And also, uh, they made new unspecified changes. 
possibly an air intake trumpet system, uh, which was originally something they did in F1, then it became against the rules, from what I heard, and now it's uh, it's been legal to, again for the last few years, but teams weren't doing it, but they think Mercedes may have snuck that in. So who knows what yes. they've done. Um, that's cool if they did. Apparently these trumpets are adjustable um, uh, for different purposes, to, yes. for air intake. So they made a lot of changes here. And a lot, of, and significantly to the power unit, which I think will be interesting. So, um, faster Mercedes, maybe. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, who the knows? The question is, can it compete with the Red Bull? What well, was this year with the new? Well, the question is, can the Red Bull compete with them? Because yeah. I mean, they've won how many championships in a yes. row? Yes. Um, I don't know. Mercedes have won. They've gone from twenty fourteen. I mean, how many constructors? Um, that's seven. Yeah. They've won seven. Is yes. that in a row or total? That is in a row. Is it? Golly. Yeah. Well, that's too many. They have too many. Um, they don't need any more. So, yeah, but I think everyone's trying to copy them and wants yeah. to be as good as them, and they're dominating the right now. The question is who will step up from Red Bull. And if Red Bull is fast enough, can Mercedes defend? That's right. you got to see how good their drivers are to see their defense. Is it I mean, possible what if that the Red Bull design changes with the significantly improved Honda is yeah. enough? To challenge Mercedes. Yeah, and the question is, but will Perez do good enough in this car? And if he does, I mean, will he be bullied by Hamilton like Albon, like he was with Albon? You know, I don't think Checo is going to go down easy like Albon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we'll have to see. But So Mercedes, great looking car. Yes. Maybe one of the top. I don't know if it's the best livery this year. It's close. It's definitely in the conversation. All right, that brings us to our next topic of discussion, which is the Alpine A521. Yeah. Fantastic looking car. I mean, to me, the livery just kept getting better and better all week long this week. Yes. Mercedes and Alpine and uh, Aston Martin. And, you know, we'll get into Haas. While their livery was not, like, super amazing... Uh, it's still so much different than it has been that it was really cool to see. So, the delivery was amazing. My question overview when we get to them. So let's go ahead and talk about Alpine, the A521. Very cool livery, nice metallic blue with red and white. Uh, I think that's great, and I'm excited to see that car take the track yes. and uh, get on the circuit. So front wing assembly has changed from Renault last year, uh, more evenly loaded and balanced. Uh, lower wing plate height. Uh, side pods again slimmed down like everybody else. Development tokens were used on rear of the car, but not exactly sure what they did. Car largely the same as uh, other teams in the past from Renault. Uh, it's not all that different, and they didn't make a ton of changes to the Renault designs, except for the front wing and whatever they did in the rear end. So, the question is, what do we expect from this car? Um, no idea, really. I mean, you gotta see, Alpine has been kind of secretive, and I don't know what they'll really do. I think they'll try to, like, run where Renault was. They want to be in, like, the midfield this year. Yeah, I mean, basically, this is, you know, this is Renault, just with a different name. Yes, this this is, when they came back in 2015 buying Lotus, even you think this is a new team, this is obviously the sixth year of the project. Right. Right, you're number six yeah. for this and team. what about Alonso? That's what I was about to say. You know, the driver lineup this year, you got Esteban, Ocon, and Fernando Alonso. 
No. So, you know, I think... I mean, the Renault showed some promise last year. Ricardo did some amazing... Two podiums. Yeah, I mean... Esteban, one podium. They almost... Where, where did they finish? Fourth? Um, fifth. Fifth. Who got fourth? Arrest, racing point. Racing point. But it was a tight battle. Yes. Right? Between third, fourth, and fifth. So, I, I think that, you know, Renault may challenge this year. Yes. For top of the midfield. And this car looks great. They made some adjustments and some changes. They enhanced the front end. They enhanced the rear end with tokens. Uh, I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens. I, I think the car looks great, though. I don't know. It's one of my favorite True. liveries. True. Top three for sure. I mean, that that blue. It's, it's really so nice. People are predicting this thing to be black, and then the French, stri- French flag striped on the side, but this thing has been really different. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited that they went they with They couldn't that get the most out of the meeting because it was like a virtual thing. Yeah, it didn't go well. The virtual yeah. was a, a problem, I heard. Yeah, it's really just... Choppy I mean, internet feed. Yeah. And Fernando couldn't be there for, yeah. the, for the gathering. So, But that's okay. Uh, I think that they will be a challenger in the midfield. Maybe not at McLaren's level, especially with the new Mercedes power unit, but we'll yeah. see. Any other thoughts on Alpine? Um, I don't know. All we know is that next year, Williams is going to be in a driver program to try to like have a second driver program for them, if I'm correct. I think that's right, actually. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Was that with them? Yeah, so you yeah, have Tickton, um, Aitken. They could all go. Don't forget about uh, the the um, the Chinese driver is Renault's backup driver this year, reserve driver. Um. Yeah. Zhu? Zhou? Yeah, Zhou. Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah, he's, so he's lurking in the shadows, maybe wanting to get a chance. Yes, he's, and he's he's a great driver, trust me when I say that. He is amazing. I believe he could have a seat in 2022. He could, like, nudge. What I mean, if Hamilton wins the eighth title, Russell goes. I mean, Joe comes in, rivals Latifi. Very interesting. And what so, if they're done with Latifi? You know, there's a lot in play next year on the driver's yeah. side. Not a ton, but some. Yes. So, yeah, especially at the top. All right, well, let's um, let's move into the Aston Martin. Yes. AMR21. Nice-looking livery. That green, yes. fantastic. Metallic green, really. Yes. I thought it looked great. I like that they kept a little bit of pink on the car for the BWT. Yes. It's not the super bright pink. It's a little bit darker, but it looks great. Um, the car itself... Uh, very nice looking livery. What do you think of the color? Um, it's the um, British green racing. Yeah, the Aston Martin green. Yeah, which is nice. It's what they did in the um, back in the day, six decades ago. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of speculation about what this livery was going to look like, and yeah. I think people are very excited. Yeah, I mean, there was like a, this four-way challenge, and people were like, what is it going to be? We, I mean, we sort of guessed in it. It's very a um it's a very cool livery. They have the pink because VWT is still there. Um right. Cognizant is there. They've made so much financial progress because, you know, multi billionaire businessman Lawrence Stroll is there. Right. And he is and him and Altmar Safnow are, are making sure this team gets a lot of financial supporting. This could be a big player with so many title sponsors. I mean, look at the car. It literally is just like a sponsor fest. Do you think that eventually in the next year or two they could move their way into the top teams? I believe so. I believe we could have four top teams if they can keep the financial progress up with Lawrence. Right. 
And if they can keep card developments up, like if they use their tokens in the right place, if they make the right improvements in the right spots and are able to keep a good car, they can be a top runner. Right. Well, let's, we'll find out. Let's, let's talk about the car. It's very similar to the Mercedes, much like the yeah. Racing Point Pink Panthers were last year. Very last similar. Last year, they did, a, they did a 2019 Mercedes, which was the year before. Basically, they did a year before Mercedes. This year, they're basically doing an all-out identical Mercedes on the grid. Very, well, very similar. Um, they run a Mercedes rear end and gearbox, so they get better clearing air yes. uh, that way to the rear end based on their design. They use their development tokens on the monocoque, the cockpit, for the driver. Um, they were able to make some adjustments to how it's assembled uh, and some changes. They had to use their development tokens to do that. Uh, front side pods, again, narrow with the similar bulge. Uh, it's not the same bulge the Mercedes have, though. It's a little more elongated, so it's uh, a little bit different look, but similar concept. Uh, aero changes, they have more outboard loaded front wing similar to the Mercedes uh, in that regard. Front suspension adjustments to improve aero and barge boards are more technical, just like a lot of other teams. Yes. And they showed... Now, they put their in, their real floor that they're going to run on the car on display when they displayed the car. So they didn't keep it secret. And it showed that they had some aero modifications yeah. to and that. Yeah, what, what if Mercedes takes those? What if, like, Aston Martin is kind of doing, like, a reveal of what Mercedes might do? Oh, I don't think that's what's happening. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Seems like Aston Martin has quite the scoop on Mercedes that they can copy this Maybe. Maybe they do. But you can't build a car in two days and copy. You gotta, like... Well, it takes time. It takes time. Yes. So what do you think of the car? It looks great. I think it looks very good. I'm excited to see that car on the grid this year. The green is fantastic. Um, You know, to me, that's what the grid's been missing. A real nice... And the design's very simple. It's not crazy. It's green. Yeah, the last uh, time we had a green really car, nice, it was like, if, the last time we had a green car, I forgot the name, but I think it was like K-Term or something. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they were around, yeah, their last year was like 2014. Well, this car, very nice. Yes. Very nice. And I think, um, you know, the question's going to be, how good can they be with this driver lineup? Yes. This is a huge question. Is Vettel washed up or not? Vettel said the word, Vettel said this, and, you, and he was like, quoted this. I'm here to win. Right. I don't think so, And then Seb, you got Lance. Who is a pay driver, but at the same time has had a taste for some victory. As in podiums and pole positions. That's true. Let's see what they can do with a better car, a more funded time, team. At the same time, sometimes you can't handle the elements. Turkey was a big example. One on pole position and then fell off after a graining, basically a graining session. In, in a very long stint with intermediates, and then just fell everywhere. Right. So, you know, he, you know, we'll see what he can do. I'm not questioning Lance, because, you know, he got that pole position. He outdid Sergio, and Sergio's very good. That's true. I'm not questioning him either. Well, I am a little. Yes. So, let's move on. Let's get into this Haas. Yes. The VF21. The delivery... Very different from liveries yes, of the and past. To be honest, I'm not. I was disappointed, but now I'm not because I've heard so that it's an American team, and you're putting a basically you basically have just copied a Russian flag on a car. But now I think, well, I mean, Ural Kali is the sponsor, and it's a Russian company by Nikita Mazatman's dad. It's the family business, 
And besides, if you're looking for that, you need to, if you're looking for a title sponsor, you got to, like, help them a tiny bit if you want a lot of money from them. Exactly. So they've made the Cartlery Russian, which they probably like. Well, I think they love it. Yeah. And this is basically a carbon copy of 2021, or 2020. And yeah. it's basically, I mean, there's nothing saying that, that, that I'm wrong. It's, it, that's basically, it's the truth. There right. is nothing different with this car, and I don't think they're going to make any upgrades. Yeah, they're the, saving the, up for the new era. The car they displayed uh, on Thursday yeah. was nice. The delivery looks very cool. It's a big. I think it's a nice change. Something totally different than they've done in the past. Uh, they're not really going to be making any developments this year. They've already stated that they're going to spend the money on it. Um, they're saving all their energy for next year, like you said. Yeah, but in twenty, they are having. They do. Come out of the gate with a significant engine upgrade, though, with Ferrari. Yeah, and the question is, can they compete with that engine? How they're like, okay, this is good. And then even better, going into 2022. And can they challenge where they were fifth with 2022 money everywhere? We'll see. Additionally, the car they displayed on Thursday when they revealed the livery, it still had the floor from last year's car. So it wasn't even legal to run this year. So they didn't really reveal any aero changes, but it is believed that when the cars roll out for testing this coming week, that there will be aero changes that they'll reveal at that time, and there are going to be some changes and developments to the car for testing and for the season, but that will be about the end of it. So they're really just kind of, they're not looking to do much this year, except make it to the next year. So we'll see. They did say that this year is not going to be about winning. It's going to be about getting drivers experience so yes. that they don't have two rookies for 2022. Yeah, but the thing is, what if they don't get along? That has a problem on their hands because they might have a super competitive car, but they have two drivers killing each other to go fast in it. Well, I don't know. That's too soon to predict all that, yeah. I think. But I don't know. I don't like their strategy this year of not working yeah, on the car. Nikita Mazepin has basically come to the sport the same way as Nicholas Latifi. Come in after his dad's company sponsoring his F2 team. Coming in at a bad team or a, a, a low team. And um, bring that sponsor there. And I believe the copy process might be he, um, he takes his team and might, they might finish bottom this year. I don't know. It's not a year for winning. It's not a year for like trying to improve yeah, at I, all. I just don't like when a team just goes ahead and says... We're not going to do anything yeah, to improve been, this year. Management says I'm not impressed. I mean, yeah, they're saving money, but that's kind of like a bad mentality, you know? You're just like, well, we don't even want to do this year. For a small budget team, though, yeah. saving for next year may make the most yeah. sense. I get it, but I don't like when you throw in the towel before yeah. the season even starts. Yeah, and I'm correct. They'll have. It's also kind of pointless because I'm correct. The cost cap, they're planning to lower it more. What if the cost cap goes? Toward their budget that right now their their current budget is, then you save money for no reason. I don't know if that's exactly how that math works out. Yeah, they've already had a cost cap though this year. I just don't think they have a ton of money to play with right now, and they figure save it for development yes. for next year's team and car. True. So, um, but we'll see. I just think they're probably going to be a last place team this year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Williams. We got two rookie drivers. You got two rookie drivers, and you got a car that is going to be pretty much the same as last year, with only the modifica- modifications required and the rules change. So I don't think a lot's going to happen for them. I could be wrong, but I think we'll see them at the back of the grid quite a bit, um, racing each other for the last place. All right, 
Speaking of Nicholas Latifi, you brought him up a moment ago. Yes, Let's go ahead and roll into Williams. Which is the most shocking thing I've ever the seen. The FW43B. Uh, first that year this team has not been owned by Williams since it was started, mm-hmm. which is sad, really, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, such a legendary team, they will be missed. Now it's owned drivers. by a group of venture capitalists out of New York. Yeah, it's basically the second American team now. Sort of. I mean, I guess it's still based out of England, I mean, so I wouldn't say that, yeah, but... The ownership is an American New York finance firm, I think. I mean, so. you have rural North Carolina teams and um, New York City teams. So let's talk about this livery. They really mixed it up this year. I, I'm I've never been more impressed with a change. I've never been more impressed with the way you can bring it back. It's insane what they did. All right, they kept they, the blue and white, which is Williams classic. Yes, but they changed the blue shade and they put more white on the They also brought in some yellow as a glory. reflection of their glory days. Back yes. in the, who used to drive that blue and yellow Williams? Um I don't know. I think Mansell drove it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it was very hard. Mansell was one of the legends in it. Yeah. I think I think it was all blue, but eventually, yeah, I think it was all blue when Senna came in, and, died. but yeah, I think it was definitely... Yeah, Nigel Mansell drove for Williams and won the championship in 1992. Yes. So... 90s was when they wore that stuff. Great. Rothmans was a sponsor back then. I mean, and you had, like, very, you had very good title sponsors back then, so the yeah. question is, with a good title sponsor now, or not title sponsor, but, like, ownership... Will they see success? Yes. They have a great driver in yeah. uh, George Russell, yes. and then they've got a pay driver in Nicholas Latifi, who has proven to be the last place guy coming out of qualifying pretty much every week yes. in 2020. Can he do better this year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Let's talk can. about the car. Tokens were used. Uh, one was used last year, uh, and then one was used this year but kept secret. So mm-hmm. they're playing the secret game, too. I don't know why it matters when you're a bottom team. Williams Front wing has been changed to create more vortex, more similar to Mercedes. Uh, smaller side pods, again, everybody, with less bulge. Than, you know, theirs has less bulge than the other Mercedes-powered yeah, Mercedes cars. Car basic, this Williams car doesn't have bulge. We forgot to say something about Aston Martin. They basically kind of copied the Mercedes bulge, except they made it skinnier Yeah, yeah, we talked wider. about that. We talked about oh, it's more elongated. Did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's a good point to bring up here, though. This one has much less of a noticeable bulge. Yeah, it did not make a bulge So they, have changed, they shaped their side pods um, without the bulge built in or without as much of a bulge. Not a ton of changes to the car from last year. I don't think that's a surprise considering it's under new ownership, and yeah. they're probably still trying to figure out how to do everything uh, yeah. as a team. And what kind of change you want to make. And they're probably putting a lot of focus into next year as well. Yes. So. Like us. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, the question is, who I was going to come out on top with this little reconsideration rebuild? I think just based on drivers, yeah, I think Williams has an advantage with George Russell. Yes. He's proven to be a, a crafty driver. And then you got two rookies over there. Um who are both trying to become relevant on Ahas. So uh, I think those are your bottom two teams, though. Yes. Unless something crazy happens. Yeah. Um, now, we haven't talked about Ferrari, the SF21. Because at the time of recording, they have not revealed their car. Um, thanks a lot, Ferrari, for revealing your car so late. Right. Ferrari revealed their drivers. The rumor is that the car is going to have um, mm. 
a red and a burgundy, like two-tone red. It's supposed to be pretty cool, but they have not revealed yet officially. So we will see that on Wednesday. Yes, and we will talk about it immediately once we've learned yeah, about it. So we haven't and seen it we'll... yet, but we're going to add that into this podcast. So we'll pick up with the Ferrari, and then we'll, this podcast will drop. So when you're hearing this, it's already come out, and we're talking about it. But this yeah. is where we're going to take a pause until that comes out. So um, we'll keep you posted, and we'll get back on it with the Ferrari in a couple of days. All right, so let's talk about this Ferrari livery. Launched yesterday. Testing starts tomorrow. So we're just going to wrap up our livery's debut segments with the Ferrari. Seems like there's a lot of advancements this year. They they didn't just throw in the towel after a bad year last year. It seems like they've come back with a lot of changes a lot of adjustments, major power unit upgrade. They also spent two um, development, tokens, development tokens, tokens on the rear of the car. On the rear end, new gearbox. Um, so they seem like they really put a lot of work into this car. Aero changes all over the car. Side pods restructured. To me, this Ferrari has a different look than a lot of the other cars on the grid this year. Yeah. I feel like they've gone in a unique direction, which Ferrari does. Yeah, they've gone with the burgundy at the rear of the car. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. Not even. Not even mentioning the color scheme. Yeah. Um, the the car design seems kind of different uh, in in some ways than other cars on the grid yeah. this year. They've really done their thing. So they've kept the very wide nose, but they've made the bottom of the column where it attacks the where it attaches to the front wing a bit different. They've made the structure different. Right, they've changed the wing attachment structure. They've changed the shape of the wing a little bit. The bottom plate of the wing they changed. Yeah. They added arrow on the nose cone further up. Mm -hmm. They changed the... Uh, they have that pointing thing coming out of the top on the front nose. Right, they got the bilge uh, boards are different. Um, yeah. seem, seems like they've done a lot of changes to the car. Yeah. Now, even though you couldn't really see the rear during their um, launch... I mean, you could see the rear, but you couldn't really see what's going on back then. Right, there. right. They called them radical upgrades. They did. And they really put a lot of work into this. They tried to take advantage of the aerodynamic upgrades. That green part on the car that you might have seen, people say it might not show up because of something with Mission Winnow. Yeah, it's the Mission Winnow logo. They said that may have just been for the car launch, that green uh, design. Yeah, which I think is a bit ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, I would love it if that were not on there for the season personally i don't love the green logo what do you think about it i actually like it i think it's kind of ridiculous that they're not going to show it well we don't know if they are mm -hmm. but um i wouldn't have my feelings hurt if they just yeah. went back to the white mission window yeah. logo i mean i feel like i feel like i feel like and ferrari are kind of selling a dummy with the livery here because of that green part right what do you think about this livery typical ferrari red with the uh burgundy with the burgundy on the, the back, back. They said the Burgundy got a really good response at Mugello this past year. Yeah, so they liked it. I mean, Burgundy was the original color. For, uh, it was around the original co color of Ferrari. Because when, when Ferrari were out for Romeo Racing, the P3 was um, Burgundy. Interesting. So they've kind of nodded to their history and to what people seem to like. Personally, for me, if I'm being honest, yeah, I, I don't love this livery. I like it. I don't know why you don't like it. I don't like the two different reds together, and it's like they tried I mean, to add the red on the back in a darker color, but like, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. It's not my favorite. I think the livery is great. I'm sad that the Mission Window logo might not be there, the green one. It add, the, the green logo adds like a spark of like cool sure. pattern to You the like car. that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, my, red is one of my favorite colors in general, and... 
that scarlet is a really good color for red, and that burgundy's at the back just adds on to it. I do like Ferrari's typical scarlet livery, so I don't have a problem with that. It's the combo with this burgundy that I'm not loving. I think if the whole car were burgundy, I'd love it more. Hmm. But I'm going to say this. Out of the liveries this year, all the liveries, yeah. um, this is in my bottom three. What are your bottom three? Ferrari is in my bottom three. Yeah, who else? I'm going to say that I what? also rank... Uh, Wait, let me guess. Alphatari. Yeah, you guess. Um, Alphatari, no, it's not my bottom three. Mm. Oh. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to go with McLaren. I agree with that. They didn't really make any changes to the they livery. Didn't. It's pretty much the same. Uh, you know, I would like to have seen Red Bull make some changes, but I really like Red Bull's livery to begin with, so I'm okay with it. That's right. That's my, you know, I have, I'm a fan. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not. But so I've got McLaren and, uh, and Ferrari in my bottom three. And then I guess if I were putting one more team down there, it would probably have to be, um, I would say Alfa Romeo. What? They made some changes, the, but I. That's it, in my top five. It, if I had to put one down there, I'm saying. I do like Alfa Romeos, but so many other teams brought so many cool liveries to the table. I think there's a lot under All right, let's just give a segment. I mean, I saw gonna... a picture today. Hold on a second. Let's just take a look. Let me see if I can find it real fast. It was of all the liveries uh, on their nose cones in a picture, and it was really cool. And you could get a real glimpse. Maybe of, we should give like a shout out. I'm going to if I can find where it was. Yeah, I have to scroll back a bit for that. So if you had to rank your top ten liveries, what would they be? Like you rank them from top to bottom. I mean, it's close. I'd have to go with first. Um, my first place. That's very hard. I mean, here's something from Sky Sports F1. It shows five liveries on the first page and five on the second. And if you just look down here, I mean, the Haas to me is cool. It's I think very I... different. Williams made a very cool car. Yeah, I think Haas... Alphatari, it's, it's, it's like very simple but really nice. Yeah. And they also used white on the undercarriage of the front to highlight some of the features. Everyone else uses black there, so I thought that was really neat. Um, um, Mercedes, very cool. I mean, they, the, the Patronus emerald green is, is really nice. Red Bull, again, I like their car. I'm a fan. That map navy has always been cool to me. Monica. McLaren, I mean, do you think that Ferrari is better than the Alpine car? I don't I, uh, No. What okay. about, do you think Ferrari is better than the uh aston martin um no do you think it's better than mercedes um no red, i mean do you we, think it's better than red bull yes okay you think it's better than red bull do you think it's better than mclaren yes you think ferrari's better than mclaren N yes do you think ferrari's better than williams yes that williams car to be honest uh okay now this is where we're going to disagree i think that car's bad the color i like i like their idea of changing direction they need to they're a small mm -hmm. team they need to do something but that livery is the wrong way. That livery is super hideous. Do you think Ferrari is better than Haas? No. Do you think Ferrari is better than um, Alfa Romeo? Mm, no. Do you think their livery is better than Alphatari? That's a tie. So still, you've got them down there towards the bottom. 
Yes, that is true. So they're in my bottom three. Yeah. So let's just try to rank them all right now, looking at this. I picture. mean, my, my bottom three are Ferrari, McLaren, and Al and Alfa Romeo. Okay. So let's say our top three now. I'd oh, have to why don't you just tell you your top three? Mercedes, Alpine, and Haas. Yeah, that's your top three. Yeah. All right, my top three, I would say Aston Martin, Alpine, and Williams. Mm. Those are uh, my three favorites. Um, yeah. My fourth place. Right, let four. Followed five. by my. It's a close tie with the, Mer the Mercedes too. I like it. Fourth by fourth, fifth, and same with my Aston right. Martin and Haas. All right, so let's go for fourth, fifth, and sixth now. All right, do it. Um, I'd have to say so. My first were Mercedes, Alpine, and Haas. If I'm correct. Mm -hmm. I'd next have to go with Alfa Romeo, Ferrari, and, um, sure, why not Alfa Tari? All right, I would say my four, five, and six would be four Mercedes, five Red Bull, mm -hmm. six, uh, I would go with the Haas. Mm, okay, wait fair. a minute. Six, I might have to go with, it's, it's like a tie almost, Alfa Tari and Haas for me. I would say Alfa Tari. Um, you're insane, okay. first off, because that Haas car is brilliant, and seven. you think the carbon copy Red Bull is, is at, is Let's go 7, fit. 8, 9, 10 here. What do you have? 7, 8, your last 7, four. 8, 9, 10. Well, um, if I'm correct, I put, I put Ferrari down there. Yeah. I put William. uh, Williams is my bottom. You're number 10. So you got 7 yeah. and 10. Yeah, just What's like a speed. Nine? What do you have for 8, Um, I have to go with, um... The Red Bull, the Red Bull and the McLaren are tied for mm -hmm. um, eighth and ninth. All right, so you got eight, nine, ten figured out. Yeah. All right, for me, I'm gonna go tenth place Ferrari. Yeah. I'm gonna go ninth place Alfa Romeo. Ferrari the least best. Ninth place Alfa Romeo, eighth place Haas, and seventh place McLaren. Okay, what is your problem with Ferrari? And I said McLaren was in my bottom what three. What is your problem? But I actually have moved them up. I think to my bottom okay. four. Okay. What is your problem with Ferrari engines? Your top, your bottom three are Ferrari. Uh, um, your top, your bottom three are Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, and Haas. What is their problem with Ferrari engines? Mm, I don't have a problem with their engines. The power you unit is not like my concern. It. The problem I have is that that livery is the, the Ferrari livery is just not my favorite. I do like all the liveries. I mean, it's it's the Ferrari livery. It's it's just not working for me. I'm going to keep it right. bottom. It's my last place. Now for testing. Where do you think the teams will be in speed? Let's start. Now that's what really matters. Yeah, let's start. The cars let's... can look fast and cool, which they all do, to yeah. be honest with you. Even the ones that aren't my favorite are still fast and cool looking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the question is, what do you think is going to happen at testing? Which kicks off tomorrow morning before we even wake up? I was just looking at a testing schedule, and we'll go over that real quick right now. Here it is. Tomorrow you have Botas and Hamilton, Verstappen, Ricardo and Norris, Vettel and Stroll, Ocon, Leclerc and Sainz, Gasly and Sonoda, Raikkonen and Giovinazzi, Schumacher and That has to be really excited to and see. And Nassani, which must be the uh, backup Roy, driver. Roy, 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 wait, he's an F2 driver, if I'm correct. Well, he must be driving back up for Williams. Now, that's on Friday. But isn't the woman driving in that no i think she's in their program though uh saturday you have hamilton and botas perez ricardo and norris again vettel and okay. stroll ricardo and norris and alonzo mm. uh 
they haven't said yet for Ferrari, of course. Of course. Sonoda and Gasly, Giovinazzi, Mazepin and Schumacher, and Latifi. Then Sunday, final day. Wait, there's only three days of testing? Yeah, final day that I know of is going to be Botas and Hamilton again, Perez and Verstappen. Everybody's driving uh, except for Giovinazzi because just Raikkonen is there to test that day. Some of these people have separated out. And Russell is the last driver there. So uh, all the other teams will have full complement of drivers. We don't know about Ferrari because they don't like to tell. The morning sessions are from 7 to 11. The afternoon sessions are from 12 to 4. And that is UTC time, which uh, is something different. So let me just check that. We're, we're, so, we're so far away. We don't even know what that is. UTC time is... It's coordinated car. universal time. It's one twenty six a.m. There. It is actually um like, what day is it? Um, it's already the twelfth. Yeah. Is that so their testing kicks off in six hours, really five, six and a half hours. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. No. Five and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, five and a half hours is uh, testing. So we'll be sleeping here in our time zone, but we will wake up in the morning and check it out. And we will be back at the end of the weekend. Yeah. But wait, we forgot to do the lap time discussion. What oh, yeah. We'll get back into that. We are going to come back and do some podcasts uh, to review testing, though. We're not sure if we're going to do one every day or just a wrap-up at the end. Okay, but let's just Let's go back time. to what these... Uh, let's go back and see what we think these teams are going to do. All right, so we'll start with the top three. Let's just... Yeah, let's just run it down. Let's start with Ferrari. Um, well, no, it... I'm sorry, let's start with, uh... We'll just run it down from... All right, your top three. Um, mine are Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari. Four fastest teams? Yeah. I'm going to go Mercedes, Red Bull, and... You look like you're just trying to find a way to get Ferrari out of the question. Well, I I think I want to go with Ferrari, but I I, I want to say Aston Martin. That's that's not even close. I think they close. put a lot of money and effort into this season. I mean, the they have the business progress, but I don't know about this one. Let's say let's say it's most likely going to be Ferrari. Let's, yes. Let's say it. Let's split it 50-50, Aston Martin Ferrari, if you right. want to. All right, four, five, six, and seven. Are we on a bottom three? Because those three are probably going to be better. My four, five, and six for me and seven. are McLaren, Alpine, Alphatari, and uh, and Alfa Romeo. All right, yeah. What I uh. Who does that leave us with? So yeah, I'd go McLaren, then Alpine. I think Alpine will pick off where they went, and Alphatari, and then we'll go. Williams is good. Um, I think I really have to tie these bottom three. Williams and Haas and Alfa Romeo. Yeah, I think I have to tie these bottom yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I was a team short, but that's because I tied Aston Martin and Ferrari on mine. So yeah, that leaves Williams at I'm, the bottom I'm, of the grid. I'm, I'm, Who I'm do you think, ha- Haas or Williams, and the slowest? Um, Williams actually made development, so Haas will be obviously be the slowest. Haas really didn't do much. Now the question, yeah, but because there's they, I, I don't even think they did they use their development tokens. I don't think so. Think so if I'm correct, you're allowed to have like two development tokens a year if I'm correct? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it works actually. Yeah, um, if that is the truth, then you have four development tokens to spend, so you can basically like, upgrade almost the whole car. A lot of money saved. 
and it really is work. But at the same time, you're losing money because you're spending money on a year that's not going to be good. They're definitely focusing on 2022. Yeah. The new cars, the new regulations. Yeah, I think they could. I think we could see them be a challenger in 2022, maybe. All right, that's a stretch. I mean, but I look think what Mercedes be, did. I think they'll definitely be more competitive. Yeah, but look, I mean, Mercedes was the same way. Could have to be the Mercedes of the new era. Could be. Well, anything else you'd like to add on this podcast, deliveries edition? I mean, not really. Think we wrapped it all up? Uh huh. So yeah. A lot of cool looking cars. It's going to be a nice looking mm-hmm. grid this year. A lot of new drivers, um, some circuits, a new circuit or two. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. Um. Hey, I'm the son from the Father and Son F1 podcast. I'm the father from the Father and Son F1 podcast. And we'll see you next time.